Hello and welcome to I'm Not Doing This Without Alcohol. My name is Denise Ferguson from Fine Surveys and today I'm here with Adana Austin. Hi Adana, how are you? Hi, I'm great. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. <laughs> no, that's it's it's my pleasure. Now before we even start the podcast, please tell me what sunny country you are in. It is <laughs> minus four here today, so be gentle oh my God, with me. No, it is super duper hot here um like literally you need to have three three or four showers a day it's really hot here i am um from trinidad and tobago in the caribbean so it's really really hot (laughs) every day is super hot i am so jealous so so jealous (laughs) so tell me adana what is your business called and what do you do my business is called Marketing Dynamics Business Solutions. I am a business coach and consultant, and I work with entrepreneurs um, to get very clear on their goals, identify their ideal clients, and develop strategies to grow their business. Um, and I also work, besides just one-on-one with entrepreneurs, I work with um, different companies because I have my own marketing agency with staff. So we help companies like fine-tune their marketing strategies and their public relations strategies and stuff like that. And I work with companies both in the Caribbean and internationally. Wow. So is there a niche that you're into? What sort of companies do you kind of gravitate towards? Um, Funny enough, (laughs) which was not a plan of mine, funny enough, I am working with a few IT companies um, that was not a plan of mine. It just so happened that they are the ones who reached out um, to me um, to work with them. So right now, the majority of my marketing clients are IT clients, but my one-on-one clients who are doing coaching with me, they come from various backgrounds, you know, from retail, manufacturing, like different backgrounds. Yeah. So when I'm working with my clients, one of the first things that I talk to them about is having like an ideal client because yes. I, I I negotiate leases for salon owners and you can't pick where you're going to be in the yes. market unless you know who you're serving. So exactly. who, would, who would be your ideal client? My ideal clients are entrepreneurs who I have three different ideal clients because I have different products for each one of them. So I have my first ideal client is that entrepreneur who is like now, now starting up. They don't know anything. They're now starting up. So they don't have any kind of clientele, no nothing. So I I help them. My second ideal client are entrepreneurs who have been in business two to five years. They may have maybe three to five staff members. They are already making money but they are, they are at a stage where they can invest in their business a little more and they want a dedicated person to do their marketing and social media and their public relations and stuff. And then my final ideal clients are the larger organizations. And these organizations who have been in business maybe 10 years or more, and they have staff, they have departments, they have sales departments and, you know, all these different departments, but they don't have a dedicated marketing department so my agency will come in and do the marketing for them so, so how, many, I have different, how many people do different you have different. working for you right now I have two virtual assistants one is locally based in Trinidad the other one is in the Philippines I have a personal assistant I have a, a web developer and a graphic artist 
and then I have and I have an accountant oh wow that's quite a few people to juggle so what's your favorite way to coach your people because I mean obviously you're doing it remotely like we all are now yes but how, how do you deliver your coaching well, I do it um, a number of different ways. So I have a Facebook group, first of all, um, where a lot of my clients come from. It, there's over 4,000 of us in that Facebook group from different parts of the world. And we literally just support each other and share tools and stuff. Um, I either provide one-on-one coaching with my clients and we do that over Zoom or Skype um, every week. Or And I also have like group coaching where you know I coach 10 to 20 people at one time. And, and then my clients also have the opportunity to buy digital products from me. So, you know, there's various ways for them um, to get support from me. Yeah. Um, do you have like courses and stuff that they can sign up to or is it live training? Is it individual? Well, it's a mixture. Ah. It's a hybrid of it. So some of it is live training. So every other month we do like a five day challenge. That is a live training that we do for five days and then others are like pre-recorded so like my digital products are video trainings and those are pre-recorded and they they buy it and you know they they work through it at their own pace um things like my membership site they would uh, obviously get valuable information every week um and i go in at least twice a month and do a live training but everything else they could go on the membership site and access all the other training that has been pre-recorded and and put onto this site. But I go into the membership twice a a month and share um, valuable information about building a business. You run with the Evergreen model where it's continuously available for people to purchase? Yes. Yes. So what made you pick that model then? Why does that work for your people? I just, after testing, because it wasn't, I didn't just choose it after testing because I've been doing this I've been a coach since 2015. So I've had a lot of opportunity to test out what works for my audience and what doesn't work. And um, yeah, that model just tends to work better for, for my audience. So that's why I chose that. That's brilliant. So what did you do before you were coaching in 2015? Wow. So <laughs> before I was a coach, I was in corporate. I was in our what we call our central bank. So the central bank here is like the main bank that oversees all these smaller banks. I was the public relations officer there as well as the head of um, marketing and communications and stuff. So I worked there for maybe nine years. And before that, I worked in a an, in an advertising agency. I worked there for about three years. But the thing is that before I became a coach, I was always doing marketing and PR for companies, right? So I registered my business in 2011. I was always doing marketing and PR before 2011. I was just doing it for free. (laughs) And then I said, no, I need to start a charge. So I registered my business, did that. And then I I became a coach in 2015. But I come from a family of business owners. So I've always been in business because my mom and I- It's in your blood. Yeah, my mom and I, we have a flower shop and it's, it's like nearly 20, we have it for nearly 20 years, right? Um, we just opened a new business last year. We opened a car wash last year. Um, my <laughs> my uncles, my cousins, I'm, yeah, I come from a family of business owners. So just being around business and being part of business growth is just a natural thing for me. 
Yeah, me too. Me too. I was yeah. I was raised by an army of business owners, so it's yeah, it's completely exactly. naturally to me. I couldn't yes. imagine. Can't imagine working for somebody else. It, yeah, I, it was I, always hard for me working for other people because I'm like, oh my god, this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm yeah. not. I'm not good working for other people. I definitely need to work yeah. for myself. Yeah. 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 Okay, so what would be your tips for people to get kind of PR and and visible uh, and their marketing out there? How, what kind of tips do you get to give people for starting out? Well, what the one of the first things, two things I tell people is you once you want to start off with your business and stuff like that, you want to make sure you have a very clear goal, right? Because my goal and your goal for starting is going to be different. You have to get clear on what you what your goal is what you want to accomplish in your life, what you want to accomplish in your business, get really, really clear on what that is. You know, we always talk about smart goals, being specific and measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-bound. Start with that goal. And I'm a big advocate for writing things down because, you know, we like to just keep things in our head, right? So write down the goal and then um, do some research. Do some research because we make a lot of assumptions about how things are supposed to go. And that sometimes causes us to make a lot of mistakes that we could have avoided if we did the research. So set your goal, get clear on what your goal is. Why do you want to do this business? You know, um, what is your big why? How much money you want to make? Who you want? And then obviously, as you said, um, get to know who your ideal client is first. Because I have found that a lot of people who transition from maybe a hobby to their business full time or from working in corporate to their business, they didn't do the research and they are not clear on who they're trying to serve. Um, So they end up getting burnt out really, really quickly um, in like less than six months. They get really burnt out because they didn't take the time to, you know, really get clear on the goals, identify their clients, do the market research, just that background stuff that you have to do instead of just, let me just go and start a Facebook page. Well, I always, (laughs) I always say, I know, I always say, if you're talking to everyone, you're talking to nobody, unless you, yeah, unless you've nailed exactly who it is that you want to work with, then you're you're never going to get your, you're never going to get your message out to the right person. But the thing, the thing I also say is everyone starts their business like that. Like if you're getting it wrong, then you're getting it right because you need to yeah. learn these things. You need because it feels yes. scary to niche down and niche down and niche down it and niche down. Does. It's it really scary because everyone does. says, "Oh, the you know." Because I can do my I I negotiate salon leases for salon owners. I mm-hmm. could negotiate any lease, but I don't because there are certain people that I want to work with and certain people I don't want to work with, and I yeah, know exactly. I know what brings me joy. And I yeah. the reason I run my business is because I want to work for myself and I want to love what I do every day. Yes. I, I yeah. don't want to negotiate a lease for a mechanic because I don't resonate with them. I do resonate yeah. with beauty, beauty owners and, you know, salon owners. Yeah. So knowing where your joy is, knowing where your ideal client is, yeah. is so and, and that allows you to also say no to certain people when they come to you because I may have entrepreneurs come to me, but after I have an initial conversation with them, I could quickly say, okay, no, you're not my ideal client. I don't want to work with you. <laughs> and Bye now. that gives you, once you're very clear on who you're working with, 
that give you know it gives you that freedom to say yes i want to work with this person or no i don't want to work with this person and it, the money is not the issue the money is not the thing the driving factor is well, if the they joy, resonate the joy with of, you absolutely the joy of marketing is to repel as many people as you bring in you need to yes. repel the people that aren't right for your either your program exactly. your course or exactly. you know yeah absolutely i I yeah. resonate with your message. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing it right. Congratulations, you may say. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> so what's your grand plans for your business? Where are we taking it? Wow. So the grand plans for my business, right now I am, I am doing a lot of shifts in my business because um, I only really started to get serious about digital products last year. Um, I want my business to be more digital products um, than the one-on-one -on -one coaching because I've done one-on-one -on -one coaching for the last five years and it's quite tiring. <laughs> so I've, I've gradually been making the shift into um, encouraging my audience to buy digital products, do group coaching with me, or um, just focus on the agency part of my, my business. Because I have a team, it, it means that I can delegate work and I don't have to be just like bumped down with every single client and just work 24 hours, you know, seven days a week. So because I, I, I cherish my freedom, right? Well, and that's I cherish, part of being a business owner that yeah, you get the freedom. I cherish being able to travel and, and, you know, work when I want and how I want and that kind of thing. So I had to shift my model from that one-on-one -on -one, um, constant coaching to more digital products and group coaching and yeah, the agency model. So that's what I've been doing. And that's what is going to happen this year. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm, I'm definitely heading towards that sort of way as well, because like you, you know, I can, I can negotiate leases for people, but I can only do a certain amount of people at, at a time. At a time, yeah. Exactly. And then it becomes, you know, a struggle. So yes, I'm, I'm definitely working towards the many rather than the few. It's a, yes. it's a good way to build your business. Yes. So how has the COVID affected your business? Well, um, for me, it has not been negative at all. You know, I mean, the, the hardest part for me um, was when it now came out. And when I say now came out in, in Trinidad specifically, we only um, started to react in March of last year. Um, and when that happened, a lot of the businesses that I, that I was working with kind of paused, right? And rightfully so, because nobody knew what was going to happen, right? So, so they just paused for a minute. And for that few weeks, we weren't doing anything at all. Um, but I, I guess like after a month or so when we realized, okay, this is going to be our life for a while, um, we got back on board. And what has happened in fact is that I've actually gotten a lot more clients because I think that pe because people are home um, and they are less distracted, they are more focused on building their businesses, right? Um, they have more time to build their businesses. So I actually got an upsurge in my clientele um, because of COVID, because people are a lot more focused and um, because people lost their jobs as well. And they had to now find alternative means of, um, you know, providing income for themselves and taking care of their families or whatever. So a lot of people decided, look, I want to turn my hobby into a business and I want a coach to help me 
to tr make that transition. So it hasn't affected me in a negative way. It's actually been a blessing <laughs> for yeah. me and it continues to be that. No, I've been incredibly lucky as well. Initially, like yourself, there was that that pause moment where all of my clients yeah. kind of panicked and stuff. But because I, all majority of my um, clients are salon owners, all of the salons closed and they're, they're closed again yes. now. I mean, I know they're open where you are, but everywhere's closed here. And all of them kind of panicked initially and, you know, yes. didn't, didn't know what to do with themselves. But now, actually, so many people who've had a passion now want to explore that and open exactly. up and stuff like that. So it seems yeah. to have given people that freedom to think about what they want to do with that. Exactly. Yeah. Get off the rat race, you know, and just yeah. make yourself happy and do what you love. Yeah. yeah definitely has done that. Yeah. So what do you love doing when you're not working? Oh, what do I love doing? Drinking wine. <laughs> <laughs> I know you've got a glass of wine, haven't you? What have you got? I've got red wine. Oh, good girl. <laughs> See, I would usually have red wine, but I've got water today because I'm, I'm being <laughs> um, good still. I know when I'm not working, I am. And it's different now to be because, I mean, even though we're not locked down like London, um, we still are very cautious about going out. So before lockdown, I would travel a lot. Um, I would spend months in different countries. I will go to the beach often, go on a hike, spend a lot of time with my family. Um, and yeah, just those normal things. I read a lot of books. <laughs> I like, like a lot of crime novels for some reason. I don't know why I'm drawn to that, but I am. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> um, yeah, but since lockdown, actually, I have not been outside as much as I'm accustomed to being because you still want to be cautious of being around too many people and you know and usually we usually we go to the beach because we're Caribbean islands so everybody kind of fluctuates to the beach but you know you want to kind of stay away from the crowds and stuff so in lockdown I'm drinking my wine and reading my books <laughs> good I'm jealous so one I wish I was drinking wine two I wish I was at the beach and yeah. three I wish I had been in the beach to... for the year I haven't oh, been to wow. the beach for a year because of this whole thing. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm gutted. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm a traveler as well. I love being yeah. out and about. And last year, I took two it's small horrible. trips in England yeah. and it was just not the same. It was bad because when I when we locked down, we locked down maybe like the 17th of March. Yeah. So I came back the week before because I was in Canada um, for four months. Um, wow. I was in Washington and I just, I literally came back for my girlfriend's wedding because I was a bridesmaid. So I came back for the wedding with the intention of spending two to three weeks home <laughs> and then going to London. I was actually coming to London for a month oh. and then in lockdown. So all plans changed. Oh, it looks like we've lost signal. No, with... Oh, yeah. you're back. Good. <laughs> yeah, somebody's trying to no. pull me. Yeah, oh, so no, I haven't been able to leave since. It's so hard, isn't it? I'm really looking forward to being able to travel again as soon as this is all over. No. So, <laughs> uh -huh. Don't worry, I always get people calling me when we're doing this as well. So um, so the grand plans are to, to build and scale. Are you going to have more people working for you? Like yes. what's your my, what's your my client plan, base? My plan, is to, my plan is to add a few more marketing specialists to yeah. my team 
um, again, so I can delegate um, to more people so we can take on more clients so that we can help people. I work with a lot of other um, entrepreneurs myself, right? So the people that I bring on my team are entrepreneurs themselves, um, just to give, because I believe that there's enough for all of us to work. There's enough for all of us to be millionaires, You right? have an abundance mentality. Yeah, there's so much, there's so much for all of us to have. So my goal is to expand my team to bring on more people as i get more jobs i bring on more people really fine-tune what the agency is going to look like and set it up in a way as well that i don't have to be present so i can travel (laughs) and know that work is being done work is coming through you know what i mean i don't have to chase clients all the time so i'm setting it up in in that way right now piece by piece um, oh, and also just remember that I hired a data analyst as well. So that's an extra person on my team. Yeah. So every few months I bring in somebody new, you know, and just keep expanding the team as, as the business comes in. Brilliant. So if anyone who's listening, you know, wants your help and wants to, you know, buy from you, where would they find you? They can find me on Facebook. Um, and you can find me on my Facebook page is called Marketing Dynamics Business Solutions. You can find me on Instagram as Coach Adana Austin. You can find me on LinkedIn as well as MKG Dynamics. And obviously my website is mkgdynamics.com. So anywhere awesome. you go there, you will find me. I'm very, Good. very active on social media. So you will find me. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, I've tagged you in the, some of these posts, so it'd be great for you to put some links underneath so people I will. can find you. I definitely you. will. I definitely will. Awesome. Well, we're coming to the end of the podcast and I end all of the podcasts with the eight mile moment. So I don't give a shit what anyone thinks about me. I make that clear in all of the podcasts and I love Eminem and I love the movie, The Eight Mile. He does all of his rap battles by saying all the worst things about him. He's skinny, he's white, his mum lives in a trailer. So Adana, mm-hmm. what are the worst things about you? Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! The worst thing about me is that, uh, wow, that is a question. Got the you. worst thing about me is that, and I don't know if it's a worst thing. Is that I don't really like to be around people too much. I don't know if that's a bad thing. Yeah, I am um, being around people too much tires me out. So I. Yeah, people will tell me come and go somewhere, and I'd be like, yeah, and then I'm not there because I have to. It takes a lot out of me to be around people all the time. Yeah, when you're when you're thing. with your people, so when you're mm-hmm. with your crowd of people that you like, are you mm-hmm. like really energetic for a little while? Yeah. So like my family knows that you know if I come, I'll be really really yeah, but. You, it's also likely you'll find me sitting in the corner reading a book, and they're okay uh, yeah. with that. Yeah, because See, they know I, they yeah they know who I am. So everyone thinks I'm really like confident and, and bubbly and like you know party party. Yeah, stuff. not all the time. But then I need to go away into the corner. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah, yeah. That's just, that's me. Yeah, I'll yeah. go inside, pick up my book, and just read. And they know it's not. It has nothing to do with anybody. I'm not upset. I'm not. I just no. I just I like my company. I really like myself. <laughs> 
I love that. There's nothing wrong with any of that. Yeah, I, I really find I'm the best company for myself, so I'm good. <laughs> well, I think I'm fabulous too, so that's fine. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> well, Adana, it's been brilliant having you on the podcast. And as always, if anyone else wants to be on the podcast or you want to sponsor a podcast, you can contact us at info at find-surveyors.co.uk. Say goodbye, Adana. Bye. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming. Bye. Bye.